Hey Siri, define child-free. Child-free means not having any children, especially by choice. Thank you, Siri. In our last episode, True Motoria's story, we talked about motherhood and the decision to raise and nurture kids. But in this episode, True Chizo's story, we'll talk about the opposite, the decision not to raise and nurture kids. Chizor is a medical doctor who currently works as a public health specialist in Abuja, Nigeria's capital city. She grew up in southeastern Nigeria with her parents and three siblings. And as a child, she didn't randomly wake up one day and decide, oh, I won't have kids. The realization crept in slowly and it hit her much later in her teenage and adult life. So I grew up in Oweri. Um, that's where I spent most of my developing years. And I went to school in Port Harcourt. Um, as a child, I was extremely introverted. And I, very, very introverted. Break times, I would, you would see me sitting down on the steps, um, reading a book. So I was not one of the children that was gregarious. Not at all. So Chiso wasn't exactly the sociable child that would go out and play in the sand or the park with other kids. But she was pretty close to her siblings. She still is. And believe it or not, when she was growing up, <laughs> she wanted kids. When I was young, I always thought I would have two children. Mm. Because that's what everybody did. I mean, you, you know, you hear people talking, okay, I'll have two children and that was it. But anything beyond that, did I imagine what their names would be? No. Did I imagine whether I was going to be a boy or a girl? No. They were like, you know, a cardboard cutout of children. Hollow, mm. not really anything particular, because I felt that's what most people most people did. Well, that makes sense. As an African woman, having kids is considered normal. It's just the standard progression in the life of a woman. Grow up, get married, and have kids. So she's all fed into this conditioning that when she grows up, she too, like other women, would have kids. There was no deep or serious thinking about her wanting babies of her own. And why did she choose two kids? Well, it was random. I just thought, thought that two was a good number. Mm. Yeah, not any particular thing. I thought, okay, two is a nice manageable number. Two, two. Mm. Yeah. So what changed? How did she go from wanting two kids as a child to deciding against it in adulthood? Well, that's the gist for this episode. It's about the decision not to have kids in a society where having kids is considered a priority. What are the consequences of being child-free? What do you gain and what do you lose when you make the choice to go against what is considered standard practice? Hi, my name is Aisha Salahuddin and I like girls. This is a narrative storytelling podcast about African women and the different experiences life throws at us for being women. So we know that Chizor didn't start out not wanting to have kids of her own. The decision kind of just grew on her based on certain experiences she had as she grew older. Like this random conversation she had with one of her aunties as a teenager. One of my aunts mentioned that having children was marking your register. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was the first time that it occurred to me that not everybody who had children liked it or wanted them. It was something that people did. So when I heard that, it sort of started something in me where I was like, okay, this is something that I, I really don't have to do. 
uh, and it sort of started percolating in my mind. I never, it wasn't a fully formed thought that, okay, I'm not having children. It was just there humming in the background. But I was like, okay, not everybody likes this thing. So, you know, mm. it's not compulsory. So that conversation with her auntie made her realize that it wasn't compulsory like she had assumed to have children. It's very easy, especially as a child, to think that you must have kids. Everything around you is screaming, have children. The shows you watch, the women around you who have multiple kids, your parents telling you that as a woman you should get married and give birth. It's all about the kids. So she's not just assumed she had to have kids. Till her auntie said that thing about how having kids is like marking your register. Marking your register means being present. It's like they're asking you, who are the people in class? You raise your hand. Me too, me too. I'm here. It's not, you're not a full participant. You just want to say, yes, being here. And then you sort of scratch your name to say, me too. I have a functional uterus. I'm a woman. That's when she clocks that. Having kids as a woman can be a choice. She kept thinking, why should giving birth and taking responsibility for a kid be done just so you can say, oh, look, I did it too. I marked my register as a woman. She's not let that thought float around as time passed, as she grew up. You know how some girls get giddy when they think about having baby girls or how they have a long list of names for when they finally give birth? Well, Chisa wasn't one of them. In fact, she didn't really think about kids or giving birth as she grew older until she did. So I mentioned that I'm a medical doctor and mm. part of the thing that really solidified my, my decision not to was actually going through my ONG posting, that's obstetrics and gynecology posting. And we would basically, all of us, the girls or the women in the class, we used to call pregnancy a disease because literally there is anything that can go wrong will go wrong when you're pregnant. And I don't Mm. think women understand how much they are putting their lives at risk the minute they decide to get pregnant. So yeah, the next time Chizo found herself actively thinking about kids was during that obstetrics and gynecology rotation in medical school. She was in her 20s and really freaked out when she clocked how risky it is to get pregnant and have a child. The more she learned about the dangers of pregnancy, the more she became convinced that it wasn't for her. Preeclampsia. So pregnancy-induced hypertension, extremely dangerous, a lot of women die. Uh, Gestational diabetes, you develop diabetes in pregnancy, you know, a lot of women die. Um, Post-pregnancy psychosis, um, people go like mentally PPD, like they go crazy Mm. in pregnancy, postpartum depression, um, possibility of death, uh, placental abruption during pregnancy. I actually remember seeing somebody doing house job where a very fit young woman, she was about Mm. four months, six months pregnant. She went on a bike and the bouncing made her placenta abrupt from from the uterine wall. And then she came in with bleeding. Yep. All of these dangers and real-life scenarios continuously played in Chizor's head. And she just got to a point where she was like, I'm not sure I can do this. And as a medical doctor, she's very aware that there are multiple cases of women having safe pregnancies and deliveries. But personally, she didn't think it was worth the risk. For context, the World Health Organization estimates that by the year 2030, in sub-Saharan Africa, 390 women will die in childbirths for every 100,000 live births. That's really scary. So, at the age of 29, after med school, 
And after many years of being up and down about it and asking herself hard questions, she made the choice not to have kids. And you might be wondering, if she's always worried about the pregnancy risks, why didn't she consider other options like adoption or surrogacy? Well, her choice not to have kids was more than just the risks associated with pregnancy. She wasn't sure she had what it took to show up continuously for kids because, as we know, Raising kids is a lifelong endeavor. You have to constantly show up and be there for your children. You cannot half-ass being a mom. There's just too much at stake. So I have eyes and I see what parents go through. And I saw what my parents went through. So for me, even the amount of effort my parents put into our care, my mom, Mm. the school run, the visiting, I'm not going to do that. Mm. I really am not. I'm not, I'm not I'm not the person. I'm not gonna do that. Let's you know, I I know that about myself. The effort is, is quite a lot. Um and I think for me, I realize that children don't remain babies forever. There's a long mm. process of things that you're going to have to do in caring for the child. Um and then even in the baby stage, I mentioned that I'm extra I'm I'm introverted. I like a lot mm. of solitude. A child, that means I'm never going to be alone. That idea yeah. is absolutely yeah. horrifying to me. Absolutely horrifying. Every day for the rest of my life, somebody's going to be there that I yeah. can't escape from forever and ever. And the truth of the matter is, with children, like it's not a, a thing that you can take back. You can't say, yeah. oh, no, I made yeah. a mistake. No, no, there's a human being there. You know, so you can't take it back. So I went through that process of, you know, thinking about it. Did I think that, okay, you know, am I making the right or wrong decision? Absolutely. So each time, everybody in my family is married and has children. All my friends have children. So each time they would have a child, I would be like, Tizo, are you, you know, ask yourself, tell yourself the truth. Do you feel a twinge of jealousy? Do you want, like, you need to check in with yourself to say, okay, am I feeling something? Is this something that I want? So that you're telling yourself the truth. I respect Chizo for asking herself really hard questions before deciding not to have kids. Sometimes, as a woman, there's that societal pressure to be a mom. It's a nagging question from multiple angles. When will you have kids? And as a result, we don't pause to ask ourselves if we have what it takes to parent. We just go into it without consideration for the consequences. And while some people hack this parenting thing as they go, it's not always the case. Personally, I think having a child is a sacrifice. Kids are vulnerable and need guidance. You have to constantly be there to nurture and protect them. If, like Chizo, you know that taking up that kind of responsibility is not for you, then it only makes sense to say fuck it to society and stay child-free. And I wonder, like, so how did the conversation of I don't want to do this go with, like, your family? And I'm saying this specifically because I know that family members, especially our parents, almost always want you to have kids. So walk me through (laughs) what that conversation was like with them. I've always been a person that said, this is my life. This is Mm. mine. Everybody, you've made your own decision for yours. You've done what you want to do. This one is mine. And I I draw very strong, strong boundaries around, no. Did they, you know, did I broach it? I, I mean, I told my parents that, you know, I'm not going to do this. And there was, a, you know, the talk of, you know, uh, is the, are you making the right decision? Have you considered it? Blah, blah, blah. 
and it was a process of them sort of accepting that this is what I've decided to do. Did they put pressure on me? A little bit, but not really. Because again, my parents are people who I would say, I must commend them, do not like to inflict their ideas on, on you. They'll give you the parameters, the boundaries, the guidance. You know, these are some of the things you need to consider. And then if you ask for a decision, we'll help you. But not the idea, oh, you know, my child, you must do this. No. And apart from like your parents, did you sort of feel any, any kind of pressure? It could even be pressure that you put on yourself or maybe no. from seeing. No. Mm. So it doesn't even move you at all. Like if people are talking about not having kids, it's like, or like, having kids rather, you're yeah, like, whatever, man. Like, it's like somebody offering me food that I don't like. Mm. It's a non-issue. Like you offering me something that I don't like. I don't like this. So no matter how much you're playing in front of my face, it's like it has no impact on me. It's not something that I'm interested in. I'm never going to be interested in it. So it's a non-issue. It doesn't do me. Mm. Like I don't, it doesn't register at all. Mm. It has been years since that 29-year-old Chizom made the decision not to have kids. And she's very happy with that choice. Of course, there are whispers from random people here and there about her decision. But like she said, it doesn't register. I'm going to be honest here. <laughs> One of the reasons why I was very happy to have Chizo on the show was because I'm in a phase where I'm trying to decide whether or not I want a kid. I'm not totally against it, but I also don't feel too strongly about it. So <laughs> I'm hoping that Chizo's story and the thought process that led her to where she is today gives me some clarity on how to approach my own decision making. Okay, so in order to find answers to help me make my own decision, I asked Chizo about the steps she took and the questions she asked herself before making that final choice not to have kids. She said she just repeatedly questioned her thoughts and feelings. I would say a lot of self-introspection. Like, who are you and mm. what do you want in life? Like, why do you want this thing? Do you really, like, do you really want it? I think... A lot of times we're not still enough to listen to our own selves. That we get a lot of input from outside. So I would ask the person to really like dig deep and find out, okay, why? Um, or is it this need? Okay, I want to have a child. I don't want to have a child. Where is it coming from? Who is mm. it coming from? Is it purely societal pressure or is it you? Yeah, I totally feel chisel. Having a child is a big decision. And as a mom, you high-key have to be selfless because it's likely that you lose out on a couple of things to accommodate your kids, your comfort, your identity, your freedom, sometimes your job. So you have to continuously ask yourself if you're okay with losing out on all these things. I have a younger sister. My sister has always wanted to be a mother. She's a, mm. she's a lovely mom. So that's what she wants. So you need to ask yourself, what do you want? Is it pressure from outside? Is it you? Like, where is this thing coming from? And then also realize that, again, when you have it, in your attempts to, or okay, I want to have a child, do you also realize that you might have a child that is not perfect? Yeah. Has your wanting, you know, accommodated that? So mm. you're thinking best case scenario. You also need to think worst case scenario too. What if? Are you, are you equipped to deal with that as well? 
She makes a valid point. When we think about pregnancy and childbirth, we often think of the best case scenarios. But what about the worst case scenario? What if your child has needs that require extra attention? Can you handle that? Every choice you make as a woman comes with consequences, good or bad. When you make the decision to have kids in a patriarchal society like ours, you have to be ready to live up to the task of almost always putting the kids' lives before yours. In making your decision, did you lose anything? So, for example, like, I know I know of someone who not necessarily didn't want to have a child, right, but was just kind of like, I'll be fine even if I don't, mm-hmm. but had to have the child because it's something that her husband wanted and she felt like she would lose the marriage. Some pe- For some people, it's just maybe they're no longer in touch with their parents because they made that tough decision. Do you know what I mean? So for you, did you experience any kind of loss for making that decision? I'm actually not married because I didn't want that Mm. pressure. Yeah. I actually said, I want to make sure that the eggs are dead. There is not a chance. (laughs) Oh my God. That anything is going to happen. It's not... I want those eggs dead. I want. I don't want anybody who is going to try to convince me, to coerce me. Because another story that I'm going to tell you, what actually solidified my mm-hmm. decision was that I was doing my master's degree in UK. And I remember mm-hmm. coming, there was a, a radio program that I liked to watch. And they asked this particular question. There was a woman who didn't want to have children, mm-hmm. was getting married, told her boyfriend she didn't want to have children. When she mm. had sold her house, maybe like a, a month to the marriage, the man sprung it on her that, well, I actually want to have kids. And hey, she had already gone down, I'm telling you, she had already gone down too far. So she was calling me saying that I have a child. I love my daughter, but I hate it. I think I understand this woman's story. You can love your child and provide for them to the best of your ability. And at the same time, dislike the weight of parenting. And look, I know not many people like having conversations like this because they challenge societal norms. They oppose everything we've been taught to consider as the standard. But in order to challenge the status quo and ensure that those becoming mothers really want it, we need to ask these hard questions. Oh, so there's this interesting misconception that if you choose to be child-free, then you hate kids. I've heard people say that if you hate kids for yourself, then you must hate other people's kids. And um, while that's the case for some people, I don't think it always applies to women who choose to be child-free. At least in Jesus' case, it doesn't apply. People are really funny in that. I don't understand how we we can understand that people like different colors, people like different foods, and you don't understand that people might make different decisions different than you we're all very very different so why would you why would somebody feel so strongly about someone's decision on what just one issue you know this person mm. through and through in other things but this person doesn't do one thing and then the person now becomes an ogre for me it really doesn't make sense at all uh the ability to deal with people who have differing opinions is something that i think a lot of people lack my nieces and nephews, I love them. I play with them. I'm not one of those people that, oh, because I don't have, cho- have children, I, I dislike children. No, I love my nieces. I love, you know, I love interacting with them. That doesn't mean I, I should have, have them. Okay, we've talked a lot about Jesus' personal decision to be child-free. 
And we've done a bit of examining about how society and people around us think about not having kids. And we know that Chizo is happy with the choice she made. But, you know, she's prepared for a possibility where later in the future, she comes to realization that it wasn't the right choice. You have to be ready to deal with that and be comfortable and say, yes, this is a choice I made. But how many mm. people are ready to say, this is a choice I made? I'm okay with it, or either be good or bad. I might turn out later and find out, oops, I made a mistake. But yeah. that's, that's a choice that I made. They might also have children and find out, oops, they made a mistake. But I don't think women are ready to say, I made this decision and I'm ready to deal with the consequences. Remember that story Chizo told earlier about the woman who called the radio station to talk about having a kid because her husband wanted her to, and how she loves but also hates it. That's an example of dealing with the consequences of your actions. She didn't want a child, but she had the child. And a consequence of having her daughter, regardless of what she initially wanted, was raising her to the best of her ability. When we make these life-changing decisions, we have to put up with the outcome of those decisions, good or bad. In Chizo's case, she's made peace with her choice and she'll deal with whatever effects it comes with in the future. I'm extremely happy with my decision. And I, I look back and think that if I had made the decision to have a child, what a miserable life I would have had. I would have been yeah. miserable. Absolutely miserable. Chizo does something that I can only compare to a quarterly review at work. Once in a while, she checks in with herself to see if she's feeling different about her choice. Am I feeling jealous? Is there a twinge? Do you want mm. it? Ask yourself, ask yourself, tell yourself the truth in your heart of hearts. When nobody's here, how are you feeling? And if I didn't feel anything, I'm like, okay, you're fine. Move on. These regular check-ins don't happen because Jesus somehow doubts her decision. They're mostly to reaffirm her that she's doing okay. As our conversation came to a close, Chizo and I reflected on the significance of making our own decisions and not allowing others to influence our choices, particularly when it involves a major life decision like having kids. For me, I, what I would say is that, especially for young women, and because that's a target audience that I, I really mm. like to talk to, don't allow people gaslight you into making decisions before you're old enough to make a decision. Give yourself that grace. And don't allow people put on a clock on you. Because for mm. women, there's always a clock. Time is yes. ticking. There's yeah. a clock. Time is ticking. You're getting old. You need to get mad. No. I don't have any clock. I think I'm very, very young for so many mm. things now. I'm like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So don't allow people put a clock on you. Um, mm. Take your time and make, make a decision and own it. Whatever happens, own it. That's very well said. As women, we're taught that we have a biological clock and that we have to make decisions about pregnancy and childbirth quickly before that biological clock stops ticking. And while it's true that fertility declines after a certain age for women, it's important to acknowledge that putting pressure on a woman to have kids when she's unsure about that decision can have complex consequences that may end in regret. So, like Chizo said, take your time to make a decision. and. Own it. I've learned from Chizo about self-awareness and the courage to live authentically. And I hope I get to that stage where I'm not afraid to ask and answer my own hard-hitting questions about having children. I also hope women out there who are unsure about kids take the time to think about it before making any life-changing decision. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of I Like Girls. I Like Girls is produced by 27 Productions. If you'd like to get in touch with us, visit ilikegirls.co. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at I Like Girls Gang. Please rate and review I Like Girls on whatever streaming platform you listen to podcasts on. Rating us helps other people to discover the podcast just like you. This episode is jointly written and produced by me, Aisha Salahuddin, and Olivia Oboago. Audio engineering is by Dooski, and our theme music is by Banks with a double G. The rest of the music you heard throughout this episode is by Blue Dot Sessions. I'll catch you on the next one.